Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of 7 Minutes or Less. This is Ben, and I'm still celebrating the Toronto Raptors victory right now. I feel amazing. Even though I lost a bet, I picked uh, the Raptors in 7 in my bracket. But, you know, it's all good. I was very happy to see them win. I really don't like seeing these dynasties. You know, it's just going on for too long. We've seen every year. It's LeBron or Golden State. LeBron or Golden State. I'm done with it. Finally, some parodies coming back to the league. I love it. Hopefully, Anthony Davis does not end up on the Lakers because I can't look at another LeBron finals. It's just it's too much. But I wanted to talk about Greg Popovich, the man who is pretty much untouchable. His reputation is impeccable. He is the greatest coach, in my opinion, in the history of basketball because not only did he has he won titles, he hasn't won back-to-back titles, but it feels like he has because he just, over the last 20 years, he's won five times and it was spread out in such a even way. So it just felt like they were always contending, always winning over 50 games. And he's kind of given this reputation of uh, uh, by the media of, of this perfect coach and there's no turmoil in the locker room. And right now, this is a big blow to his legacy. And I'll tell you why. I always call him the Belichick of the NBA. Many people call him that as well. It's not like I'm original or anything. But the reason why is because his he's known as a system coach, that you can plug anybody into that system in, in San Antonio and they're going to perform. So, I mean, he does deserve a lot of credit for that. But the idea is, is that whenever those guys are not on the Spurs, are no longer as effective. Um, and it's you see that in some cases, but I think it's a little bit unfair. But no one of his magnitude ever left. You know, like when Tony Parker left to Charlotte, he was very old, so he was already irrelevant. In the case of Kawhi Leonard, he just proved to the world that he is a champion and that Regardless of San Antonio, I mean, don't forget how he won in San Antonio. The three legends on the Spurs were pretty much past their prime. Parker still had a little bit in his in his game, but Ginobili, Duncan, Parker were old, and Kawhi was. It was before Kawhi's prime. He was only 22 years old. He only averaged 13 points a game when he won his first title, locking down LeBron. That was amazing, and that was one of his one of the most impressive uh, finals performances for some, someone so young. Incredible! It was almost. It almost felt like the Pistons title in 04 over the Lakers, and I just think that Kawhi historically was criticized early in his career, but even by other NBA players. Kevin Durant famously said, like people were making a big deal about um, Kawhi Leonard. You know, people were saying, "Oh, he's better than." You know, there was a debate whether he was even better than Paul George and. Kevin Durant actually went on record saying this, not once, but twice, that Paul George is better. And that's such an uncommon thing. You don't see that from NBA players, like, trashing other players in the media. But he, it was a jab. He said it wasn't a jab at Kawhi. He was mostly talking about how great Paul he thinks Paul George was. And he said if you put him on the Spurs, they're even, they're even more dangerous. And he turned out to be wrong. And years later, he did compliment Kawhi, and they did work out together. But he admitted that, you know, this guy really improved his game, his handle, his shot. And to Kawhi's credit, he really did. When he got drafted, I I remember watching the draft. And I remember they traded 
the Spurs traded George Hill, who they were really high on at the time. Uh, he's turned out to be a great veteran, but nothing near, you know, it's probably one of the worst trades Indiana ever made. But nobody saw this coming. Kawhi worked on his game. He wasn't just a guy developed by the Spurs. He was a guy who worked out with Kobe Bryant, a guy who really, really, really works hard on his game. And when I remember watching him in college and coming in, he didn't really have a, a well-rounded game. He kind of had like even a, more of like a Siakam game in a way. It was like a combo forward, wasn't a great shooter, didn't have a handle. Um, he wasn't even big and strong like he is now. But he had the work ethic and he had a great character and defensive instincts you can't teach. Good rebounder in college. So they saw something. They said this guy can slash. I don't think anyone foresaw this. But last year when he went down and it was like a year and a half ago when he got injured and he landed on Zaza Pachulia's foot. And I'm putting that in air quotes because... Zaza's a goon, and he took him out on purpose. They were winning. The the Spurs were winning game one in the playoffs against Golden State, the 73-win team, but they were up by like 25 until that moment. And I was saying last year that Kawhi Leonard was the best player in the league because he was a two. He was the best two-way player. And people, a lot of my friends mocked me, but I stand by it. And actually, uh, I was, I, I felt very much validated because I think Kawhi just proved that he's unstoppable. The guy, he did this basically alone. I don't consider, even though Ky- Kyle Lowry's like an all-star caliber player, I don't think he is that anymore. And I think a lot of these guys are just good vets. Siakam is up and coming. Gasol is a little washed up. Ibaka's a little washed up. But it was really him. It was really all Kawhi. That's why I don't buy this excuse that, oh, Golden State had injuries. You know what? Kawhi Leonard doesn't have the supporting cast that that Golden State has. And they wanted it. Golden State put up a good fight. They had the heart of the champions. They didn't give up. But the Raptors seem to want it more. They seem to be, like, more engaged on defense. And obviously, they're a longer team. But they just played their, they played their, heart, their hearts out. They played really hard and... Nick Nurse deserves a lot of credit. He was very creative. I loved the dribble drives and the and the pass and the passes under the basket. Like you saw that a lot with Lowry and and oh, Van Fleet. He was so good. I'm really happy and almost feels like in a way like my team won because they they were the underdog and I love seeing that happen. It's a great sports story. And I guess we'll wait and see with the draft coming up. There's a lot to talk about. Don't give up on the season because it's not over.